Hi there. Welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Burst County's podcast series. I am your host, Beth Ireland. I'm very excited to be podcasting from the New People Chronicles studios at 505 Penn Street in this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful old building. It's the Reading Trust building, I believe. Stickter. Stichter. St- oh, old Stickter Hardware. Yeah. Oh my God, this building is amazing. If you haven't seen it, you should come. Um, today I have with me Sarah McKillop, who we talked to a few weeks ago. Um, she's our new shelter manager, and it took her approximately three and a half seconds to <laughs> adopt a dog. So she's here to tell the story of a very special Peggy Sue. So hello, Sarah. Hello. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm also fabulous. Good. So Peggy Sue is sitting on your lap right now, yeah, also podcasting. <laughs> I'm sure she'll take over the mic here in a minute. Yeah, you'll probably, <laughs> you'll probably hear her soon. So let's start at the beginning with Peggy Sue. Mm-hmm. Um, she did not uh, originate at the shelter. No, she did not. So how, where did she come from? One of our kennel staff, Brooke, saw an ad on Craigslist for a female pit bull puppy, $50. And knowing what we know can happen for with dogs that cheap she went out and purchased a peggy zoo so on a weekend i think it was like a sunday it was sunday night yeah um our kennel tech brooke went to this house mm-hmm. said i'll take the dog yep. um knowing that coming to the shelter we could find her a home and it could possibly be a better alternative than what she might see otherwise yep so uh, brought her to the shelter and we discovered that she is blind totally blind totally how blind. how old is she She'll be seven months this month. So seven months, and she is a pit bull. Mm-hmm. Um, she's white and gray. Mm-hmm. And she, she wears a pair of pants. Yes, and she's got um, like gem and the holograms eyeliner. Yes, she does on one side, <laughs> and she has a really big overbite. Yes, it's adorable. <laughs> so discovered she was blind. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it about that that you said put the dog in my office? Well, Brooke um, came to me on Monday morning, and she was kind of upset. She said, you know, I went and I, I bought this dog. I wanted to get her off of Craigslist, and I know that we're full. And she said, you know, I'm, I'm pretty confident that she's blind, and she's sitting in the kennel, and she's staring, for lack of a better word, you know, up at the ceiling, and she's a little scared. So I'm like, well, I'll put her in my office. And she was in my office, and I knew I was in love. <laughs> she screamed McKillop, so. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about those first few days. You would come in, you'd put her in your office. Tell us about how um, it was interacting with yeah. a blind dog. After about the first hour, she had the lay of my office. She was fine. Um, she would get up and bump into things here and there, but she really got the lay down pretty pretty fast. I think it's more devastating for me even to this day after having her a month when she runs into something. I go to pieces. She doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> but she now has... The whole entire back part of the Animal Rescue League down from where we come in every morning to going to my office. She has my house down. She's doing the steps. She knows how to get from your office to my office. Yes, she knows how to get. <laughs> yeah, she knows to that. To best office. Um, so you had her in the office for a few days. Mm-hmm. At nighttime, you'd put her back in the kennel. Yep. You'd come back. You'd bring her. So when did you decide that maybe you should take her home to see how she did? I think that's probably on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so a day. Yeah, I talked to my boyfriend. I said I'd like to foster her. I wanted to keep her, but I thought, you know, I have three small dogs at home that are older, and she is a puppy, and she is big, and it's been since, like, 1997 since I've had a puppy, but I wanted to give it a whirl, and so we brought her home that weekend. So tell us a little bit about the three dogs you have at home. Sure. I have Elvis, Priscilla, and Gladys, a wiener dog, a Chihuahua Jack Russell, and a Beagle mix. And cumulatively, they weigh 30 Uh, 30 pounds? If if that. (laughs) So teeny tinies, Mm -hmm. and... 
at this point, Peggy already weighs 50 pounds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's she's going to be a big girl. Yeah. She already is. Um, so, of course, you had some concerns about sure. not so much that she was a pit bull, but the fact that she's blind and heavy and they're little. Yeah. The fact that she was a puppy. Um, and I knew she would want to play and they're not really into that anymore. And so I didn't want to set anybody for failure. So we came up with a plan before we brought her home and gave her her own condo. We gave her two rooms in the back of the house and did slow introductions. All right, so talk a little bit about... You did a blog post for this, mm-hmm. so people might be hearing the story that they've already read, but talk a little bit about your seven-step plan. Sure. Uh, basically, I don't want to sign anybody up for failure. And my Priscilla is five pounds, and she's also a, a lovely little girl, and I knew that she might be an instigator in some things. So basically, we gave Peggy Sue her own condo, a really very large crate with her own bed and everything in it, and then she has the kitchen and the den that are baby-gated. So they will never be alone together, not because she's a pit, but because she's a puppy. And I could see them getting mowed down accidentally during yeah. playtime. They will never eat together just because dogs will fight over food. And again, don't want to set anybody up for failure. So right now we are pretty much at the point in my house that we're about three weeks in, I guess, um, that Peggy is in the living room with us with all the other kids. They sit on the couch, which is where they always are. She's on the floor playing with a toy, but again, never left alone. Right. So, so how have your dogs? Um, how has the slow introduction gone? Have any has anybody made friends yet? Um, Elvis loves her, but Elvis loves everybody. Um, he'll he'll mess with her out in the yard. He'll come up, lick her face, and then run away. And she tries <laughs> to find him. <laughs> Priscilla is all about Priscilla. She always has been. So she wants nothing to do with her, which is fine with me. And Gladys, the wiener dog, um, she's like fifteen and crabby. So every <laughs> now and then she'll kind of you know show lip or whatnot at Peggy Sue, but Peggy can't see it, so it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so her feelings aren't hurt. <laughs> so, but the fact that she can't see those visual mm-hmm. cues, um, yeah, I mean, like that could be a hurdle depending on what the situation it could be, is, which is why we always watch you know yeah. even when they're out in the yard my, my boyfriend or I were always out there we're always watching especially Gladys who you know just has that attitude about her and doesn't doesn't want bothered um and, you know, and when they're out in the yard Peggy's playing and she's running around and we don't want anybody to get toppled on or anything like that or and an incident to start so how long after you took her home to foster was it until you decided that oh no she was staying I think it was like four days four days <laughs> yeah my boyfriend and I were out to dinner and by that point you know we were completely in love and determined to make it work and we said they'd have to pry her from our cold dead hands <laughs> <laughs> so she's been living at home with you mm-hmm. for about a month now mm-hmm. um you guys recently went away yes. and I got to babysit you did. and she stayed in my house and I can absolutely vouch I mean I had her for three days and mm-hmm. she had the lay of the floor plan and mm-hmm. I mean it's, it seemed like minutes it was incredible and I remember we, uh, you know, we have some balls, of course. We have dogs in our house, too. And uh, my husband was rolling them around on the floor for her. And he was just like, I just completely amazed that she could find them. So if somebody finds a dog that they love, but it's blind, mm-hmm. or somebody comes to the shelter and sees a dog that's blind and they don't want to consider it, what would you tell those people about oh. how it is to live with a blind animal? She has been ap- she's been a dream to train. Um, she's better than my dogs who have sight. She focuses on you. You know, it's more upsetting for the human being than it is the dog. She doesn't know she's blind. Right. It doesn't bother her Because we do think she was born. She's probably born blind, my vet thinks. Her retinas are detached. Um, She can't see anything at all. But she relies a lot on smell and sound. So as long as you're talking to her, she can find you. And she has that other kind of focus where, you know, she needs somebody around her. Um, she's a little too focused on me, so she's going to start daycare next week. But, <laughs> you know, she's, she's been a dream. Honestly, she has. Again, people, you know, myself included, I had to get over myself and my fear of, you know, failing her and that it was going to be hard because it hasn't been. Um, what did you, what kind of feedback did you get when people, like your friends, your mm-hmm. family, your Facebook 
environment when, when they found out you were bringing home not just a pit bull, but a blind pit bull. Yeah, the majority were very supportive, but then you had a few people who expressed concerns, mostly because I was bringing home a pit bull in a house with very small dogs. And I, that's when, you know, I relate to everybody, the seven step plan. I, you know, again, I'm not afraid of her because she's a pit bull in any way, shape or form. I was more afraid for Peggy Sue because of my Priscilla. Right. (laughs) So it was just, you know, telling everybody, I appreciate your concern, but we've got this and this is what we're doing to make it work. And that if it doesn't work, you know, everybody in the household has to be happy. If it doesn't work, we're going to work to find her a great home, but it did. It did work. It did work. It's totally working. I knew working. it would. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Peggy Sue has um, a very special talent, and that is giving kisses. She does. So you found this out immediately mm-hmm. and used it uh, for good. Yes. Used, you used Peggy's powers for good. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about that. Uh, in that Facebook post that I put kind of addressing how people's concerns about me bringing her home, I challenged those who were afraid of her to come meet her. She's at the ARL almost every day. And that if you came in and, you know, got kisses from her for a $5 donation. And then I also encouraged them to walk back in the shelter and take a look at some of the other amazing pit bulls that we have. So, and people responded. People did respond. I was so, blown away. I expected, like, my mom to send a check and, <laughs> and, and my boyfriend to come in. She's raised about $600. $600 <laughs> because you invited people to come yep. in and, yep. and meet this pit bull. Yeah, people who, you know, you have friends with on Facebook, but you never really met them, but you know them through other friends. People I've never met who were friends with me on Facebook came in to kiss her. It's amazing. Yep. It's been really fun seeing the parade mm-hmm. of people in and out. And you could just see that they, these people, all these pictures you get are um, of all of these people on the floor yes. with her. With business suits on and everything right. else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's been really great. She absolutely is already an incredible advocate for the breed. And we know that she's just going to continue on that way because you're hoping to get her. Yep. Um, the canine good citizen and then the world's her oyster from there. Right. So she starts training next week. Yep, she starts training on Monday. She also starts doggy daycare on Monday. She's going to go there two days a week just so she can get some playtime with some larger dogs. Because she loves to play. She loves to play. Loves. She loves dogs. Yeah. She loves everything. Yeah. So that is Peggy Sue's story. It's a pretty good one. I like it. I love it. <laughs> so thank you, Sarah, very much for coming. Sure. If um, anybody out there is listening and would like to know more about the adoptable animals we have in the shelter right now, please visit our website at www.berksarl.org. You can also view pictures and more details of Peggy's story on our blog, also at www.berksarl.org. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.